Hello, my good friends, and welcome to another episode of the Informed Catholic. It's going to be episode 59. Sorry that I did not post anything this past week, especially after that fantastic, momentous Friday when the Supreme Court uh, overturned uh, Roe versus Wade back to the states, uh, overruled it, or turned it over um that was a fantastic event um something that a lot of christians have been fighting for for 50 years um i'm uh, 51 actually it happened in 1973 i believe but still it um it was something that was quite unbelievable. And it happened on the feast day of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Yeah. And that's something uh, that was quite important. I mean, basically three things happened. Uh, Before that, they passed uh, a ruling saying that, especially in New York City, that um, gun... Uh, that people had a right in New York to uh, conceal, to carry a legal concealed weapon. And that, of course, did not make the anti-gun people happy. Uh, you know, I mean, myself personally, you know, I think people do have a right to protect themselves, especially living in New York City now with crime going up. Of course, I'm not crazy about the idea of, uh, you know, guns being carried around. You know, basically no one wants to to be caught in the middle of a gunfight, especially, right? But yes, still at the same time, I think people have a right to defend themselves. Now, of course, Rover versus Wade was the second one. The third was even... um, Great was great and fantastic was the uh, right for this coach to pray, to pray, for people to pray in public school grounds on a, on a football field. Of course, there's still a lot there, but still, the greatest one, of course, is the abortion issue. This doesn't mean that abortion is automatically illegal. You've heard a lot of people screaming and shouting. I think they just didn't like the fact that that happened. They know, especially there's going to be, I think, 13 states, that uh, liberal states, democratic states, that are going to allow people to um, you know, have an abortion. It's just it's going to be 25 if I'm correct, that basically have decided to make abortion illegal. There's a lot going on here, a lot going on here. We are dealing with an extremely secularized society that's very hostile towards faith that is extremely hostile on a number of different levels. The most you know, one of the most dangerous ones now is this whole thing with transgenderism. 
there is a, a serious, serious problem that's going on. They're indoctrinating a lot of kids, confusing a lot of kids about their sexuality, whether they're born a man or born a woman. There's a lot of parents that are indoctrinating their kids, confusing their kids, especially now with um, this whole thing with uh, hormone blockers and whatever you call them, puberty blockers and surgeries. It's a serious, serious problem here. And it's scary. And I think we have, we're going to, you know, it's going to get worse. Seriously getting worse. Anyway, let's begin with the opening prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words in what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me and with me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us and forgive us all our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen, amen, amen. Okay, folks, glory be to God. Praise God. Praise the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, and let's ask for the prayers and intercessions of Our Lady, St. Joseph, St. Michael, all the apostles and saints to pray for us. Okay. All right, so let's move on to the um, first reading. We're still we're in the, the third liturgical reading uh, year. That's called Year C. Okay, the first reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 66, verse 10 to 14. Behold, I will spread prosperity over her like a river. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her. All you who love her, 
Exult, exult with her, all you who were mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over Jerusalem like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nursings you shall be carried, as nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her in her lap. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart will rejoice and your bodies flourish like the, like the grass. The Lord's power shall be known to his servants. Let's read it one more time. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah 66, chapter 66, verse 10 to 14. Thus says the Lord, Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her. All you who love her, exult, exult with her. All ye, all you who were mourning over her, oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over Jerusalem like a river and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings, you shall be carried in her arms and, the fo and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem, you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your, hearts, your heart shall rejoice and your bodies flourish like the grass. The Lord's power shall be known to his servants. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, for us, the new Jerusalem is the church for us Catholics, as Christians, because we receive from the church. The church is the bride of Christ. The church is the new Eve for us that came out of the sight of Christ and that provides for us our sacramental nourishments, um, our sacraments. Like it gives us the Eucharist. It gives us uh, the sacrament of marriage, confirmation. It provides for us the teachings of the gospel. We go to also to get the, the sacrament of reconciliation. Uh, can, we go to confess and we receive penance and we receive uh, through the uh, the priesthood also she provides us with priests the ordination the uh, the sacrament of holy orders comes through the church all these things Christ has given to his church given given to us uh, baptism confirmation uh, holy orders uh, the sacrament of penance, uh, reconciliation, confession comes from there. 
the the, uh, the the sacrament of marriage comes through there. Um, last rites comes through there, right? All those particular, you know, all, you know, all those things, um, they come through the church. The Holy Eucharist comes through there. We get, you know, we come. That is the church. Sorry, there's a lot of planes flying over this morning. And that's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. So we get that. We we get spiritual nourishment. We get also the gospel being preached to us. Christ being taught through the church. The priests are coming through the ministry of, of the priesthood. They teach us. They preach the gospel. These things are very, very important to us as Christians, as Catholics. And, you know... Sadly, of course, you know, it also depends on the, the spiritual state of our priests. Um, you know, now, I, um, I remember not too long ago, one of my colleagues, or a co-worker, and we were discussing all the stuff that's been going on, especially the subject matter you've heard of. Um, I'm sure we all heard about Nancy Pelosi, who can't receive, um, who can't receive the sacraments anymore she's banned from receiving it because of her public sin of supporting abortion same-sex same-sex unions she supports all these things and she is banned by archbishop corleone of san francisco who also happens to be a cardinal i didn't know this but what happened was because she received this she herself went to Rome and even Corleone said she's not to present herself to Holy Communion anywhere else well Nancy Pelosi didn't think you know uh, thought better she thought she knew better we don't know I don't I don't uh, um, I don't think the Pope himself because a lot of people thought the Pope gave her communion he didn't give her communion but she was there and she received communion from another priest who may not have known who she was now at the same time of course there is questions whether pope francis might have because she had a meeting before this that's the question that's the question right there um did he agree to it we don't know um is there a problem with Pope Francis and the Catholic Church in America? Yes. Um, there's a lot of going. There's a lot going on because remember he's also anti league. Uh, I'm sorry, he's anti. Um, oh, I'm sorry. What's the word? Well, he's not. He's anti uh, traditional. Latin Mass. He's got a problem with the traditional Latin Mass. It's sad, but he's got a problem with the traditional Latin Mass. That's what I was meant to say. And um, there's a lot of friction. There's a lot of friction. And there's a lot of friction with this papacy, unfortunately. And we just have to, we have to realize this, that Christ is permitting this, this friction I believe a greater good will come out of it. 
Um, a lot of a lot of things will come out, and a lot of things will sound very confusing. But I truly believe that a greater good will come out of out, out of all this. We just have to wait and see what's going to happen. All right. It's a sad fact, but the important thing to remember is that while all this friction is happening. We won. The pro-life movement won a small victory. This is not a... It is is a big victory, but it's also a small victory in the fact that we we did not give up. I mean, you got to remember, Michael Voris is right. The Bishops of America did not cheer. They did not cheer when this happened. None of them have made any statement. Not even Pope Francis made a statement about the overturning of Roe versus Wade. So that shows you there's a lot of friction. There's a lot of um, modernism going on. Sadly to say, there is modernism going on. The the unfortunate uh, plague of it has reached our clergy. And I don't like saying, I don't, I don't like complaining and saying things about Pope Francis. I don't like doing that. But sadly, it is a fractured time within the church our leadership is deeply fractured our leadership is deeply deeply wounded so we have to admit this and so therefore it might you know it's going to lead to a lot of problems but like i said greater good will come out of this in the long run let's just leave it in the hands of christ he's in charge he knows what's going on he knows what's happening all right, he knows he knows what's happening. The same thing, like he knows there's a lot of lot of a lot of Catholics who are misguided. Especially Michael Voris is right about the pro-life movement. There's some Catholics who accept LGBT. I remember one of my fellow colleagues. She said today, you know, the other day, a couple of weeks ago, rolling her head down to the right and the left. I know, I know. And then she's, but I do believe that Jesus would bless their union. You see what I'm saying? This is the problem with Catholicism. A lot of Catholics don't know what the church teaches, what the church says no on. And this is the problem because it it has not been properly, they have not been properly taught the sacraments. There's a lot of wolves and sheep clothing in the Catholic church, and that's a serious problem. Anyway, let's move on to the next next one. All right, uh, Psalm 66, let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Shout joyfully to God, all the earth. Sing praise to the glory of his name. Proclaim his glorious praise. Say to God, how tremendous are your deeds. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Let, let all on earth worship and sing praise to you. Sing praise to your name. Come and see the works of God, his tremendous deeds among the children of Adam. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. He has changed the sea into dry land. Through the river they passed on foot. Therefore let us rejoice in him. He rules by his might forever. Let all the earth cry out, to God with joy. Hear now, all you who fear God, 
while I declare what he has done for me. Blessed be God who refused me not my prayer or his or his kindness. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. One more time. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Sing, uh, shout joyfully to God, all the earth. Sing praise to the glory of his name. Proclaim his glorious praise. Say to God, how tremendous are your deeds. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Let all on earth worship and sing praise to you. Sing praise to your name. Come and see the works of God, his tremendous deeds among the children of Adam. Let all the earth cry out with God to joy. Cry out with God with joy. Okay. Uh, he has changed the sea into dry land. Through, through the river they pass on foot. Therefore let us rejoice in him. He rules by his might forever. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Hear now, all you who fear God, while I declare what he has done for me. Blessed be God who refused me not, my prayer or his kindness. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Amen. All right. Let's go to the second um reading this is from Galate Paul's letter to the Galatians I hear I bear the marks of Jesus on my body may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ through which the world has done has been crucified to me and I to the world for neither does this does circumcision mean anything nor does uncircumcision, but only a new creation, peace and mercy be to all who follow this rule and to the, and to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one make trouble for me, for I bear the marks of Jesus on my body. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers. Amen. One more time. This is uh, Paul's letter to Galatians, chapter 6, verse 14 to 18. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither does circumcision mean anything, nor does circumcision, nor does uncircumcision, but only a new creation, peace and mercy be to all who follow this rule and to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one make trouble for me, for I bear the marks of Jesus on my body. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. All right. So, in Psalm 66, there's always in the uh, for the Jews to remember what molded them together as a people yes the events of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob that drama and the, the drama of Joseph going into Egypt molded them I mean those were their ancestors their fathers but 
there was no real event. Uh, those were kind of like individual events. If you really think about it, Abraham's experience with God was an individual, a personal individual event. Um, this whole thing with uh, Sarah and uh, Hagar and uh, the sacrifice of, of Isaac and uh, letting the sac practically you can say a sacrifice of, of Ishmael, let him go, was a sacrifice. Those were personal events, private events, but they weren't universal. Him encountering um, God, appearing to him in three persons, uh, you know, and then having dinner with them, with God, with the Trinity, right there, was a personal, spiritual, supernatural event. Very important, but it it was it was an encounter with God, personal encounter with God. Then this whole thing with, uh, um, you know, what happened, uh, he was going to, like I said, he was going to sacrifice Isaac. That was a, a, a momentous event, but it was private. Uh, letting go Ishmael, like I said, was also a momentous event, but private. Um, then, of course, you had the story of Jacob and Esau and that. That also was a momentous event, but it was private for for uh, Jacob, and especially since um, wrestling with God one night and getting his hip dislocated. Again, momentous event, but private, supernatural event. It was his, but it was also something that the, story, that, that the descendants will talk about. Joseph was also a big event, but it was also a testimony of private faith. But the biggest event for the for the Jews was the the Exodus, the parting of the Red Sea. That was an that was a momentous event as a nation. As a nation, also a tragic event of lack of faith. Remember what happened to them. They also lost. They they also didn't gain faith. They mocked. They gave Moses a hard time. And also when it says they he parted the, the the river, that's a reminder of the Jordan River with with Joshua, who brought them into the Holy Land. Also, an event that was a national tragedy for them, just like they didn't have faith, and they gave Moses a hard time in the Bible. They also had a tra a tragic event where they didn't have faith when they got back home and they went after other idols. They failed God before they asked for, before they got Saul as king and then David as king. They failed as a nation to believe, but they're also reminded that they failed after the events of David when they turned to Baal and Moloch and they sacrificed their children during the days of Elijah, Jeremiah, and several other prophets, they had to learn a lesson. They themselves were exiled for 70 years from the land because of their pagan faith, their, their pagan, their, their lack of faith, and their, their, their running into heresy. I shouldn't say their faith. It was their, their, their lack of faith. So you see, when we get to Paul here, Paul is also an important event here because Paul Paul suffers for Christ. And sadly, 
this is something that we we have to face. We are heading towards a collision course between Catholics. It's showing already. I mean, the argument over the way the church is be behaving, the way the church is bending the knee towards uh, towards secularism. I mean, Taylor Marshall the other day showed two gay men in a Catholic church in Chicago. Uh, right, right during Sunday service, them giving the homily practically about their them being married and them having fathers. Um, during Pentecost Sunday, a couple of not too long ago, they had a cool in the gang disco video right out there on the altar. I mean, I, you know, right, you know, there on Pentecost Sunday, people were dancing. Bubbles were flying all over the place. To be a de to be a devout Catholic, you stick out like an like a sore thumb. But it's okay to be a heretic. It's okay to to turn the church into a clown fest. Bubbles everywhere, and 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 um, all the other nonsense going around. You know, complaining. If you complain. That's also makes you stick out like a sore thumb. You're going to be kicked out. You're going to be persona grata to these liberals. So yes, we're heading towards a collision course. And poor, uh, like Paul, we're going to have to receive abuses. We're going to have to uh, carry the persecution and the marks of Christ in our own bodies and our own faith. This is what's going to happen. All right, let's uh, move on from there. Okay. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Chapter 10. Okay, it's uh, from 1, uh, from uh, verse 1, 12, 17, 20. Um, we're going to go probably with the long form here, I'm sure. All right. Your peace will rest on that person. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let the peace of Christ control your heart. Let the word of Christ dwell in your in you richly. Alleluia, alleluia. That team, at that time, the Lord appointed 72 others whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, let the harvest, the, the, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for, for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandal, and uh, greet no one along the way, in, along the way in, into whatever house you enter first say peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you. For the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one, from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. 
whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even though we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for tolerable for Sodom on the day than for the for that town. The seventy-two returned, rejoicing, and said, "Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name." Jesus said, "I have." Observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full, the full force of the enemy, and nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because of the spirit, because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a lot, isn't it? So, one of the things you're going to have to notice in the Gospels is that, that Jesus said, I did not come to bring to bring peace by the sword. The Gospels are countercultural. Being a Christian is countercultural. All right, it's not about running with the culture. It's not about accepting the trends. It's not about, um, you know, what do you call it? Uh, conforming to society. I mean, I know a lot of, a lot, it's a lot easier to do that than to be a counterculture Christian, to be someone who, who doesn't go with the ways of the world. It's very easy. It's very easy. I mean, there's a lot of people that want to do that. I mean, the other day I was watching the Daily Wire and, and Ben Shapiro was furious when this Jewish woman was misrepresenting Judaism, saying all kinds of things that Judaism is, is okay with abortion. A woman's right to choose. Judaism doesn't say that. It doesn't. I mean, maybe modern Judaism may not be completely all in agreement with everything that, that Christianity or Catholicism uh, says, but the fact is, it does not agree with it. I know Islam doesn't agree with abortion. So you're going to get a lot of people that are going to want, they're going to tell you things that the world wants to hear because they want they want to hijack the faith and they want to agree with the world because they love the world more than they love God. In our faith, God created heaven and earth. He created all life. He is the source of all life. That means all life, life in the womb. What Mary, Mary and Elizabeth rejoiced because they had life in the womb. When Mary visited Elizabeth, the, the Holy Spirit filled Elizabeth. She cried out with a loud voice. She shouted because hearing Mary's voice and said that the child in her loom leapt for joy as soon as, she, as soon as Mary's voice reached her ears. Okay, so we are people of 
We are pro-life people. We're pro-life church. We're a pro-life religion. Okay? Life begins at conception. No exception whatsoever. Regardless what the world may want to say to you or tell you, you know, this whole thing that it's a woman's right to choose. No, life begins at conception. And yes, it's hard. It's a hard thing to say. But rape and incest does not make the child guilty. It makes the man guilty. The adult man. And I saw... Also, this whole idea that a woman's life, it's life-saving to a woman that this could cost her her life if she's pregnant. It's, it's against some bullcrap. Modern science can save both lives. Modern science can save both lives. Okay. They, there's this thing, this hatred of the womb there's this hatred of the womb. There's this hatred against men. There's a hatred against sexuality. There's a hatred against gender. There's a hatred against the, 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 the there's also this culture of narcissism. I mean, it is an ugly culture we live in. You've seen some of the images of TikTok, these screaming, bellowing, Hydras, the, the, the monsters, and they, they, their angry look on their faces, the rage, they're possessed. They're demonic, they're legion. This whole thing with, with LGBTQI, whatever, plus, the plus means more is coming, and they keep coming up with no more, more of these alphabets. I mean, it won't be long, simple. I'm going to tell you right now, might as well call themselves legion. For they are many. This whole idea of pronouns and call me her or them, they, her, th them, they. What does a demon say? What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to torment us before the day, meaning the day of judgment? What is your name? We are legion, for we are many. We are many. That's what that you might as well call yourself that. And I bet you that's what the, that's the that's that that will be it. That will be the name they will pick in the end. Legion. It, 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 it's it's uh, they are possessed, and they are demonic. Demonic. There is an occult out there. An antichrist occult, an antichrist occult against the body, an antichrist occult against the person. Dante, in his Divine Comedy, puts the sodomites, the homosexuals, all right, the perverts. He doesn't put them in the level of perversion. Dante does not put them there in the region of the pervert, of the sexually perverted. No. Dante Allegory places the sodomite, the homosexual, in the level of murderers. He puts them in the region of the murderer because they kill the image of God. They are constantly at war with the image of God. 
And that is quite, quite remarkable because this is, this is back somewhere in the 12th century when he wrote, he wrote his, um, around middle 12th century, he wrote the Divine Comedy, the Commedia. And he uses, the reason why he uses the murder, uh, he puts him in level of murder because Thomas Aquinas, he was a, he was very educated in, in the philosophy and theology of Thomas Aquinas because they attack the image of God. They pervert the image of God. Now, I know some people probably think this is very strange. No, it's not. Because look what they're doing. Look what they're doing to the young. They're convincing young women to cut off their breasts. They're convincing them to take hormone blockers, therapy blockers. They're convincing them to uh, freeze, castrate themselves, the young boys. They're preventing, they're, they're presenting images to boys of transgender men and women and saying, are you attracted to this? And if he's not attracted to this, then maybe you're gay. They're murderers. They're murderers, these people. And they want to murder, they want to murder the youth. They want to murder the image of God in these people. I mean, some of them are even going so far now of calling themselves furries. And they find people to act like wolves or dogs or cats. They're acting like animals. They're literally associating with other people on an animal basis. So yes, they attack the image of God. They are murderers of the divine image. And because of that, God will deal justly with them if they don't repent. Right now, the day is the day of repentance is here. Right now, right now, he's calling all of them, calling them to salvation, to repent of their sin. And we're going to have to, we are going to be in that war. We're going to be with it in, in a very different way. We're not, we're not going with, with weapons. No, we're not going with weapons. We're not going with swords. We're not going with clubs. We're not going with guns. We're not, we're not that kind of people. Our weapon is going to be prayer. Our weapon is going to be fasting. A weapon is going to be self-denial. We have to start fasting. We have to start doing penance for their sake so that they can repent. We have to help. We have to pray for these people to repent, to turn away from sin or else they will die in their sins. We don't hate them. We hate the sin. We don't hate the person. We love the sinner, not the person. So this is what we're going to do. In Look, if there's a friend who doesn't understand this, I've met several people that don't understand this, but the Catholic Church is against abortion. There's a lot of people that want the church to conform and they want to use the church for social justice. This is the reason why they're using companies like Disney and Amazon and Coca-Cola and all these other companies like Pepsi. They want to use them because they got money. They got money. The Catholic Church has been hijacked by people like this. Hijacked by activists. Activists, these people all wind up rich. They're all hypocrites. They're all liars. So, yes, we have to start praying. We have to start practicing penance. We have to start practicing mortification. We have to, we have to start practicing and praying for the conversion of sinners. 
Roe versus Wade was because that God heard. God was pleased with the prayers of, of people. But it's not, it's not, it's not a complete win. It's a start. It also saves our country from judgment. It gives us time. But it's a start and it's not the end. This is a battlefield we're in. It's a serious battlefield. People like Michael Forrest is right. John Henry Weston out there. All these people from LifeSite News, Church Militant. We're at war, people. We're at war. We are seriously at war. It's a spiritual war, a supernatural war. And we have to, we have to be ready. Okay. All right, let's move to the closing. Oh, Lord, Heavenly Father, um, please help your, your people who bear the name of Jesus Christ, the marks of Christ on their souls. The marks of Christ, the stigmata, the crucifixion of Jesus the, on, their, on their bodies and souls. Help us, O oh Lord, through the baptism that we received in your name, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Please give us the grace we need to overcome temptations. Give us the grace we need to overcome doubts of faith. Give us the grace we need to overcome ridicule. Um, ridicule and uh, rejection. Give us the grace not to be ashamed of the name of Jesus Christ, not to be ashamed of bearing the name of Christ, of professing the faith of Christ. That's another important thing. We need not to be ashamed. But most important of all, what we need is give your people, your children, the grace to be educated in the faith, to be knowledgeable of their faith to know how to answer back those who hate Christ, those who hate the faith, who hate the church. Let the people see the truth of the church and separate it from the, the, the so-called corporate church that's run by, by Pharisees, by people who who look at the church as something earthly, as something uh, human. But to look at the church as the bride of Christ, give your children the grace to see the, the, that the church has a divine origin, that it comes from Jesus and Jesus alone. Please, Lord, give your people that grace. Give them the grace to study the faith, not to be puffed up, but to be humble to know the truth, to know how to answer yes means yes and no means yet no. Anything more than that comes from the evil one. Give your people good shepherds, good teachers, and give them the grace to soak up the knowledge of these good teachers and to be truly, truly the people of Jesus Christ. Give, give your people a love for prayer and a love for the gospel, a love for reading scripture and memorizing scripture. Please, Lord, give your people this in this day where we're fighting the, the sins of the devil, 
in the flesh, corruption of the flesh, corruption of the mind, corruption in the soul, and give and give them the grace to protect their family. Please, Lord, bless your people, Lord. Amen. All right, and now we go to the the Nessing Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made for us men and for our salvation. He came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God bless, folks. Um, sorry about this week. It was very difficult um, not putting any shows last week before. Um, I was going through a lot of family stuff and a lot of... Uh, it was difficult to make the time especially with this heat and um, it was also too noisy and I was also exhausted, but I will try to come back and put more shows. Okay. So God bless.